Hello world, welcome to Brackets, hello some people returning and probably to the vast majority of you, welcome to the madness that is the BSM podcast known as Bracket. I'm Connor and this is my good friend Oscar and we sit down and talk about bands. I mean, that's a very simple view of it. We effectively sit down and argue about not but not so much bands, but one specific band in as much as we have taken it upon ourselves to get to the bottom of the age-old question, what is a band's best song? It's a timeless question, and hopefully we can answer it. Uh, who are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the fantastic rock makers in Pup. Wonderful Canadian band. Uh, Oscar, when was the first time you ever listened to Pup? The first time I ever listened to Pup was when we decided to do this podcast <laughs> about a week ago. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm going to put my hands up at the top of the podcast and say I'm not very well versed in Pup. However, I have listened to them before. I listened to Morbid Stuff when it came out. I've definitely heard a few other songs when I was going through and like doing my, my very intense and very detailed research for this. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I've, I've heard Pup before, but I'm what, we, well, I'm what you would definitely refer to as a casual listener. Mm. So uh, I feel like what I'm, I'm covering myself here, but I feel like what I'm doing is I'm bringing a, a, a non-biased, non-coloured perspective to Pup's music. I, hey, tell you what, like what I've heard so far. They're pretty good. Uh, oh, they are a good rock band. I, Pup was probably the last band for me that I discovered in the infamous Kerrang! like Fresh Blood page. Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah, sure yeah. that was the last time I listened to a band seriously on that page. Um, they had a picture with a dog. Then I went to a show. Oh, 2017 maybe had a great time drank a lot of beers did a lot of jumping around and the story continues every single time i've seen them lots of limbs lots of beers happy days um oscar why don't you explain to the world how this works then okay so it's uh it's quite a simple concept what we do is we take a band's discography and in the case of pup it's a perfect storm in that they have exactly the right number of songs for us to have a perfect bracket. Beautiful. We take all their songs, we input them all uh, into a random list generator so that it creates a random sequence, pair them all up against each other, and then one by one we make each pair of songs compete in the Thunderdome until we find <laughs> out which song is the most victorious, powerful, strong, and all around good yep. out of all of them at the end. Uh, we try to make sure that there's not too many album on album matchups. There will be some naturally. Unfortunately. Uh, we've tried to keep kind of varied, but um, yeah, it's a, it's an objective way to get the ball rolling and then all objectivity begins and then ends with that part. Cause it, it's, it's a, uh, it's largely opinion based from here on out, but uh, as, as, <laughs> you know, someone's got to do someone's, it. It's dirty work, but someone's got to do we're it. We're doing the Lord's work here. Um, and as you see, as you'll be watching, you'll see the brackets getting closer and closer to that penultimate winner. Um, play along at home as we're doing this live at the BSM pop-up. Or if you're listening in the future, play along with a piece of paper. Or on your phone. On or your phone. on the back of your friend's head. You know, any... Any so any surface you can get your hands on, 
it's a very important exercise and you'll learn a lot about yourself along the way. Exactly. Um, let's, let's just do it. Let's jump into round one. Let's get, let's, let's get going. My favourite band, who I know everything about, <laughs> Pup from Canada, was it? From Toronto. All right. Toronto. Bracket, okay, uh, bracket number one is Scorpion Hill from Morbid Stuff versus Factories from the self-titled album Pup. Oscar. Hello. Um, so I've taken a leaf out of your book with a lot of these and I've kept it to minimum words for my notes. And I'm just, I, I'm just going on gut feeling. Okay. I'm going on what my uh, gut tells me. And for Scorpion Hill, I wrote nice end song. And for Factories, I wrote great closer, big, big. So my, my gut says Factories. I, I, I think, it's, uh, I think it, it's a good feeling closing out rock song well fantastic this is maybe three episodes in a row where on the first one we disagree so consistency is key um yes absolutely scorpion hill doesn't finish off morbid stuff that's fine don't worry about it i'll let you off this time um get ready to let me off a few more times (laughs) i think scorpion hill is the uh the better song it seems to me like a there's a there's a theme during pup's music of like hatred and self-hatred and i think this is mm. a much more refined hatred song um yep. there's a lot of introspective looking and i think this song is is fantastic pup seems to make the same material better and better every single album and even this song has like that little drop bridge going on uh, about the like working the night shift. Oh, I think this one just hits home to a, to a lot more people a lot harder. Um, and this is a great song to sing along to live, which I'm going to bring the live element into this. No, I, that's, I mean, it's funny. I've not seen Pup Live myself, but a lot of what I was listening to when going through, that was pretty much my first thought is mm. thinking about how they would come across live. I mean, they really capture that energy across the production on a lot of these. Like it feels... Very, all of it feels very organic. Nothing feels too overproduced. I think what is good about Scorpion Hill, whilst it wasn't the one that jumped out of me, is that it's got a really nice kind of like, it's got a really nice building dynamic mm-hmm. to it. It does break it up a bit for a band that have a lot of quite, you know, rocky, heavy, fighty riff type stuff going on. Scorpion Hill's quite a, quite a nice, like a breath of fresh air that then builds to this kind of bigger close. Not it's of the song, not the album, as we just had. <laughs> I know this band so well. Um, yeah, 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 dude. I mean, like it, Scorpion Hill. Um, Scorp- definitely, there's not there's not a lot of other songs which sound like nah, it. It's I anthemic. Think, it's fantastic. And just on the other side of things, so people don't think I'm just fighting for one corner here. For factories, I wrote. There's a really nice shuffle feel in verse one. Mm. <laughs> they like a shuffle. They're like a triplet. That's what I've noticed so far. It's like there's a lot of like kind of swingy, triplety, dancey type rhythms in in across their music. So that's good in this. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, uh, let's let's go let's go Scorpio. Do Hill. I, don't, I don't. I'm not. I don't, I don't think it's bad. I just sling it through. <laughs> let's do it. My instincts are clearly incorrect, so I love it. Good. <laughs> All right, that's good. Scorpion Hill one nil for me. Uh, number two, we have Dark Days from the first album, which is fantastic. Versus mm. Can't Win from The Dream Is Over. 
Oscar. Of the three albums, I dislike the way the second album sounds the most. I think it's the most like noisy sounding, mm-hmm. um, which I know is kind of it sounds you know it sounds pretty. It's a stupid criticism to make, but at the same time, I think that comes through on this track in that it's a bit like there's good gang chorusy stuff in it. Like that's a good feature across all of their stuff. Is I really like. The vocal harmonies and like the kind of half sung, half shouted gang vocal type bits across it, like that's really good on Can't Win. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's of the two, it's harder to listen to. Whereas Dark Days, oh, that's, that's great. First time listen, I wanted like by the time it got around to the second chorus, I was already singing like it. it's, it's, yeah, no, really, really great song to come out with on your debut. Like it really, yeah, love yeah. it. Also, fantastic video got- to that song as well. If you haven't seen it, oh. worth checking out. I haven't seen. I, I haven't seen anything, on it, so I'm going to take your word for it. Uh, I, I think Dark Days was a no-brainer yeah, for me. I, Dark Days, I, I love that song. It perfectly encamp- uh, encompasses like the disconnect you get with everyday life, and their everyday life is being on tour for like 250 days a year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. It, it's perfect like there's a great video again there's there's great call and response vocals which is just going to be a theme running through there's great harmonies there's there's really everything you want in a pub jam here and i think you have landed on the yeah. correct side this time yeah well no it's not, <laughs> again like i say i'm a ca- i'm a casual when it comes to the the, the band pub yeah. but uh yeah this is a no-brainer for even me for even you <laughs> uh yeah dark days it, even for me, yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be dark, dark days. days going through. You love to see it, uh, right? Love number it. three, we. To be fair, we are we are shifting through this, and I'm I'm enjoying the uh, fluidity of how quickly we're doing this. No, t- no, no time to waste. Nope. I don't have it. You don't have it. Let's, you know, we're all getting older. Let's, let's make it happen, Captain. Uh, bracket number three, we have Reservoir from the first album versus uh, Closure from album three. I'm just going to go straight out the bat here and say, if you haven't picked Reservoir, then you are an idiot. No, don't worry, I'm not an idiot. I'm a smart guy. I've got a big brain. Reservoir's a better song. Uh, I've For this one, my, my notes, big rock fight song. Thumbs up. Correct. Give me why you like Reservoir. Um, I, one thing I'm getting a, a lot of this is that they're quite a versatile band in terms of it's not just one sound. And... The heavy bits are quite heavy. There's a lot of like straight up dissonance across all of it, which somehow works really musically. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of side of their songwriting, which is, it's almost like, I've written this for another track, but I think with this one, like, it, 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 it's like a biker bar fighting kind of song, you know? And <laughs> yeah. it's, there's, there's a lot, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of energy throughout all of it. But I think with this, like it gets in, it gets out to the point, doesn't mess around while still being fun without just being straight up and down aggressive. Yeah. Like that, that's just, it's a real standout for me. Good. Reservoir. I'm fully here behind it. I have got plenty of notes oh. on it, which I'm going to talk about later, I feel. Cause yeah, it's, uh, you're going to have to, because that, that was all of mine. Oh. Big rock fight song, Thumbs Up, was all I had. <laughs> okay, moving on. We've got, uh, we have City from album three, and we have... Uh, see you at your funeral from three that's the one okay I 
Yes. I will be honest. I tell me. I didn't write anything down for City because uh, it got quite late. And for yeah. City Funeral, I wrote another breakup song. It seems, but still a fun one at that. I and I love that song. I love on... that song. No, I mean, t- uh, well, it sounds to me like Funeral is the one that you're going with, and it turns out Funeral is the one I'm going with too. Let me say why. Um, <laughs> this is another thing which comes across quite a lot, and it's w- with with a lot of these we're like touching on different corners of the the pup cube uh, patent pending, which is the kind of tongue-in-cheek nature of lyricism. 100%. So, 100%. Yeah, and this one, you've got the verse about, like, see me in the produce section buying organic yeah. food. Like, the kind of thing which, realistically, has no place in a rock song. But, <laughs> God damn it, if... if God damn it, if it doesn't make you smile and make you connect with the song on a more personal level, like, you do get a lot of the sense of humour in what's going on in spite of the overall subject matter being something which lots of people could interpret in a kind of a downer kind of way whereas this isn't as such it's kind of a it doesn't they don't take themselves too seriously yeah. on this track in particular and i i i'm all for a band that does that and the, and the tip to like being a narcissist and being like i don't actually care how you're doing but i have just awkwardly walked yeah. into you and here i am and i think that song perfectly encompasses that and i like it you like it bung it through sling it on through it's bung. uh dumb and bun dumb and slung next one we have Free at Last from album three, uh, Morbid Stuff, and number and Guilt Trip from the first album. Two good songs. I'm going to say that Guilt Trip, great tune, brings brings everything that I like from Pup into one song, and it's the start of the record. Mm. Mm. and Free At Last also does it's got like 2019's greatest one-liner where he says have you been drinking? Well of course I have I think if there's one line that that screams pup it's that line Um, in context it works perfectly for me I think Free At Last is is, is the better of the two um this is the pup song i seem to always be like humming even when i'm not listening to pup it just seems to like get into my head it's ultimately a crowd pre- uh, pleaser oh and there's there's a guitar solo in this song as well we, there's not a lot there's oh. not a lot of guitar solos in pup's music but it seems that uh, they've got better at guitar solos over three albums which i which <laughs> i enjoy um yeah <laughs> also fun fact for that song they they did a, a music video and they gave out the chord sequence I'm assuming and the notation mm. and we're like but but with no music side and went uh, we want to encourage people to cover this song and they got like 253 people covering the song and you can just listen to that all on the internet some of them are very I actually fun. remember I remember seeing that before I knew who the band were I'm pretty sure I watched them and they went ah cool concept yeah. and then they immediately left my head but that's a great idea. Um, I mean, I, I'm right there with you on the guitar solo front. There's not a lot of them, but the ones that are there, it's a, it, n- nothing is put in for the sake of it. It, it all kind of serves, mm. serves the overall track. And like with this one, yeah, I, I've said it kind of sounds sunny. It's quite a, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a high energy track, which is very, it brings you in like quite, mm. it's got a very charismatic energy about yeah. it. And I really like the yeah. more 
playful lyrics like you say the have you been drinking of course i have like <laughs> would i even be here if i had why why the hell would i be here if i didn't like it's really yeah it, it, it's 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 that line again it's that tongue-in-cheek kind of element of a band that aren't taking themselves too seriously but they're doing it really they're doing justice to it yeah i i have put free at last is the one that i like the best yep. fantastic i love it when a plan oh. happens and works it's great this is good. I'm glad that we got the disagreeing out of the way at the front. Well, because it's clear that yeah, I've jinxed it now. We'll get ready for the next one to be <laughs> not the same. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's a no-brainer on this one. Free, Free at, last at last goes through. Ping it through. Uh, next up, getting close to the end of the first half of round one, we have meltdown. Well, full-blown meltdown from uh, morbid mm. stuff versus Back Against the Wall from number one. Yes. From the self-titled 2013 album, Pup. By Pup. By Pup. Uh, Back Against the Wall. Um, this is it's a pleaser of a tune. I enjoy it. Um, I've seen them play this song's seen them play this song a lot and uh all the o's you know the whoa fantastic mm. i'm usually very intoxicated when i'm watching pup having a lovely time um i feel like every time this song is played backs against the wall i feel like i'm at that point of the set where i've had too much to drink and i'm singing with such high intensity and energy that i might throw up i don't know if that's what their mm. goal is as a band but if it is i'm definitely getting close to that um if so mission accomplished every time <laughs> and uh full-blown meltdown um i'm getting like a lot of uh old wounds vibes which is from the second record but it's not it's not mm. as fast but it's it's also just as like iconic in terms of where it is on the album definitely a crowd pleaser lots of mm. there's a there's a running theme here lots of cl- uh, crowd pleasing tunes lots of limbs flying yep. everywhere um yeah and in this, and in this song, they take the piss out of themselves as well. Um, yeah. For me personally, it's backs against the wall. See, I think that whilst there is a lot of the, but they're a band who wear their experience on their sleeve, in that, like you say, so much of, I can tell without knowing that this band tours a lot that this band tours a lot because the way they write songs and put songs together, it feels like it's made to be played to people not made to be written in a mm. in a rehearsal space just to go on a record because there's not a great deal of overdubs or extra work anywhere on the on their back catalog it's all very now nah, this is the way we wrote it this is the way we play it that's how it mm. goes and you know back against the wall has got a really great really great bass tone that's the thing that i've really noticed with a lot of pop stuff is like that that bass tone is is Large and in charge does not <laughs> does not mess around. However, for back against the wall, I've said that this song kind of blends in with the rest of their music. Like, there's not too much about it which sets it apart. And I think for the purpose of this exercise, you don't want to have two songs that kind of sound the same, uh, battling out at the end. Mm. So that's why I have actually said meltdown is more of a contender because it's a super heavy song like yeah. c- 
comparative to a lot of the stuff that's surrounding it, um, it's a super heavy song. Like it's almost like old Queens of the Stone Age kind of super riffy in places and re- really dissonant and like chunky sounding, mm. which I think is quite bold considering the things that it's like up against in that album. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more, you know, t- quote unquote softer tracks in yeah. it. I just think, I, I think it stands out more and it, sh- it showcases a different kind of side of the band. That's why I would put it through. Hmm. Interesting. I think you're more likely to come up against a song that sounds like Back is Against the Wall in their discography. Yeah, line. okay. I, I, can ap- I can appreciate that. Um, I think for the, for the exercise that we're trying to achieve here, let's, you know, let's, let's see what Full Blow Meltdown does. In in the next round, mm. let's 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 give it a go. Could be nothing. Who knows? <laughs> could get could get ruined. Um, yeah. Okay. Full blown meltdown goes through. I uh, I like your reasoning. Happy to happy to see it through. Because at the end of the day, Pup write a lot of good songs, so they're all winners in my eyes. Well, don't spoil the ending. <laughs> uh, up next, we've got patterns from the second record versus kids from the third records and kids is a really good song kids is the better song um it's, <laughs> it's more of a it's, i love it's, that you're coming into this just as someone who's like maybe listened to these albums twice and just gone that's a better one this is a better one whereas previous ones for people who maybe are here who have not listened to previous episodes there are sometimes long conversations <laughs> yeah but I, i'm i'm going with my gut on this one i i, I think I like that, that i can talk for and have talked there's evidence of me talking for literal hours <laughs> about ruben or delta sleep yeah. or american football and whilst i don't have the experience as such to talk for literal hours about pup it doesn't mean that i don't sense i you know it, I'm trusting the kind of instinct with with these, and you've got much more of a grounded understanding of where songs are, what they mean, how they uh, affect you, what they, w- the way they work the rest of the album. So I'm bringing a different energy to it this time, and the energy I'm bringing is this song's better. <laughs> Fight me, kids. Definitely is the better song. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. I thought that was you were trying to trip no. me up my reasoning there because I was wrong. I'm like, no, <laughs> it, it, it is it, right. It's it's got the got the good sings it's got the good riffs it's got the great bridge good song it's uh oh great bridge it that the bridge might be the best moment in pup's discography in my opinion it works it kicks it gets me fired up and it's got gang vocals so who'd have guessed it it's the better song yeah it's a pup song i oh yeah it is ping it on through unless you've got anything exciting to say about patterns i said it had an aimless structure but still good energy because there's a bit where it modulates up for a second and it kind of doesn't need to be there. Yeah. It almost seems like it, it almost seems like there were in the process of writing the song, there were four bars where they weren't sure what to do and they went, let's just play it again, but up and then bring it back down again. Like, I, it, it doesn't, um, doesn't set my soul on fire. I mean, I like the, uh, the, the part of the lyric where they say, rolling with the riffraff. I like that bit. And yeah, I, and I, when I heard that, I thought that would be it. But yeah, when I th- when I heard that line, I thought that that to me sounds like the kind of thing that you'd put on a T-shirt. That seems like the kind of thing people would 
really go crazy for that one line in the set, but the rest of the song doesn't really live up to that particular line strength. So yeah, it's mm. it's a it's a no from me. Okay, well let's uh, we've we've said it. Kids is going through. Uh, up mm-hmm. next we have Never Try. What a great song! Just off the bat, Never Try. Yo, that's a good song. Um, from album one versus well, we've got doubts from album two. Um, for me, straight straight off the bat, it's uh, it's never try. Like again, points directly to how self aware this band are. It's mm. it, it's it's like being stuck in the suburbs, sort of understanding that their anxieties come from exactly where they where they were born and where they were bred, and how they've created that into an amazing song that takes ten years to come back around to go. Oh yeah, nothing's changed, even though. You know, I think a lot of people can relate to that, uh, and I think it's yeah. a great pup jam. Yeah, uh, I, I said it's a classic pup song. It is you a know, classic me, pup song. Me, me, me being the global authority on what is and isn't classic <laughs> for a band that I know so much about, uh, this is a classic pup song, and I I know what I'm talking about. And I've said now what I've said about doubts is that. It does grab your attention, but it kind of sounds like the song that you would sing on a pirate ship. <laughs> and like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, pirates are pretty sing-songy, cool people, yeah. literarily. But uh, I don't, you know, don't spend a lot of time on pirate ships singing pirate songs. I, I, I don't one sing is, on uh, pirate ships. No. <laughs> I do, I do, I do push-ups on pirate ships, but I don't sing. <laughs> All right, so are we pretty unanimous in the uh, never try goes through? Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a clear it's a, victor. It's a clear victor. Interestingly enough, I'm a big fan of halftime, and the two songs that have just been eliminated probably have the biggest halftimes going. And halftime's not something that's used a lot in pub songs. It's very sparing. Bearing, but not heavy hitting enough on these two songs to 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 win. That's fair enough. Right. Well, we've done side. We've done side one. Take us into side two, then, Oscar. Okay. So side two, we have. Gonna need to get the full name. Uh, we have. My life is over, and I couldn't be happier. From album two, and Pine Point from album one. Mm. This is uh, this is the hardest one so far, I think. Do you reckon? Yeah, because Pine Point's a huge jam. For me, I don't like Album Two's sound that much, but there are a lot of really high points on it, which uh, which which it does bring itself. It it sticks out of the three. All three of them are very separate identities, mm. and Pine Point's a really nice way to round that out because it does, you know. It does show you all the kind of things they've covered on still ideas from album one, but then also all the new stuff from the newer stuff they're bringing in with this. To be honest, though, as I've said, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sit and listen to it on its own. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's about it's a worse song. It's just where I'm at. Yeah, you know. I think in context to the album, Pine Point is is a really good song. Uh, it's it shows a different side of their writing, which is which is interesting considering most of it is fast paced and you know always kicking off um 
Mm. Pine Point. Really, I think everyone who goes to a pub show, if they see that song, they kind of appreciate it and really enjoy it. Um, Mm. My life is over. uh, Hilariously enough, is about being caught masturbating, which I don't know if that is everyone's general consensus as to why it should go through, but it's a good song. I'll be honest, on my repeat listens of this song I love so very much, I never got that. No, I've d- don't worry, I've done all the, I've done the research. <laughs> oh, no, I trust you on it. I mean, I, I don't think you'd make such a, such a lofty claim without evidence, but uh, I just didn't. I didn't pick up on that. So I'm interested to go back and listen to it again with that knowledge in hand. For me, I'm not, for me, I, you know, our normal, our normal uh, rules of, do we feel like one of these songs is going to be the winner of the overall thing? And I, these two are not my overall winners, so I'm not too no. fussed which one goes through. Um, but I have in my notes here an asterisk next to My Life Is Over, which is an indicator that I like that song more than most others. I also was swaying towards My Life, again, based on the bass tone. That thing is huge mm-hmm. in a way which shouldn't necessarily work where it is level wise but it really just ties everything together nicely mm. um it's got a great chorus it's got super high energy sing-along riffs yeah. i love you get yeah, that a lot I, I think it's my life let's do it let's put it through i think yeah 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 yeah, yeah. next up we have bloody mary kate and ashley and morbid stuff both from morbid stuff the album by pup the album by pup the band <laughs> It's morbid uh, stuff. Morbid stuff's the best tune. Uh, it's yeah. That. I, I wrote I wrote one I wrote one word notes for these ones. Uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. I wrote nope. Morbid <laughs> stuff. I wrote yep. So uh, <laughs> it was as it's knee jerk, but I think of all of them, I I, I do that because I, as I mentioned earlier, morbid stuff was the album that I actually had properly listened to before we started up yeah. this. But um, the title track is it's just fantastic. It's fantastic it's a no-brainer as to why they call the album that because it's just it, it, it's it creates a theme you are strapped yeah. in from the off like it, it's great it's great it's, a great it's song. the it's Love the best it. album opener that they've written to date um, yeah and it ticks it ticks all the pup boxes that i like it's got some riffs it's got some it's got some singing <laughs> it's got some harmonies it's got some gang vocals oh yeah it does <laughs> i lost my notes there so i said singing they've all got singing but uh, yeah morbid stuff is is the is the better one like don't even front just put it through the clear and absolute victor is morbid stuff okay moving on we got sleep there's a longer title there but i don't have it to hand <laughs> sleep sleeping in the heat sleep in the heat Sleep in the Heat. We got Sleeping in the Heat from album mm. two, and we got Cul de Sac from album one. Um, I'm, I go with Sleep in the Heat all the time. Song about caring too much about old friends and pets alike. Uh, it's got a great music video. It's, it's just, it's a really, really good song. Um, it's got those like really jarring, like high guitar lines at the start which i really like mm. um fantastic love it F- fills the space very yeah. nicely 
I mean, the only thing I wrote for Cul-de-Sac to counter it was that it's like it's more anthemic, maybe. This is a bit slower. Oh, no. Sleeping in the Heat. When you watch this band live, and again, they've got some woes and some o's at the end, like... That is way more anthemic than I think Cul-de-Sac will ever be. It's what Cul-de-Sac wants to be. Sure. But that's fine. Sorry to cut you up. No, no I just said it, I'm, not, I'm not super strong on that one. Like, I think that Sleep in the Heat has a lot of personality. Yeah. Like, it's really easy to, to connect with it because it is, it, you know, it, it showcases that poking fun at yourself, but like still to be able to tell, tell a story effectively with like a lot of humor and you know, playfulness mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, no, Sleep in the Heat is the, it's, it's the, it's the one for me. It's the superior jam. There's just, I feel like it's very easy right now, but when it gets a little bit further on, it might be, you know, it's the nature of the game. It's going to be a little bit more difficult. Sure. Um, next up, we have The Coast from album two mm-hmm. and Anaphylaxis. Which is the only now, one? Now, is this part of album three, or is this a this single? This is a single. I get confused because it has the same art style as Morbid stuff. Yeah, I, but... I'm not too sure on the if it's like a, a same recording session or if it was if it's a B side. I know it's not on the vinyl and it's not on the album release. So, single. Yeah, well, I, I, I neglected I neglected to mention that. That's the that's the thirty second track. As any of you with quick maths will see, that Pups three studio albums come up to thirty one tracks. Anaphylaxis is the one that brings it up to thirty two, thereby making it the one that tops it all off. That said, um, eh. <laughs> I, I said that it's got a cool narrative in that it's like the idea of someone going into anaphylactic shock and describing it. Like it's that's a cool idea. I don't know how many other songs have done that. Like I, I really like the approach to using that same storytelling narrative with a fun like sing along riff thing in it, but like I just don't think it really hits the mark as hard. Yeah, I think the coast is is better uh, is a better song. I think it, yeah, it's heavier. It's a bit more raw. It is actually a really good story in it as well. It's like it's a song built around an old Inuit story. Um, yeah, about like the, the Yukon River and there being spirits there, which is a nice, you know, nod to Canadian history, which I like. Um, yeah, and it's got a guitar, and it's got a guitar solo in it as well, and it's got a guitar solo in it. But and it also has gang which, vocals. Uh, it's just like your um, gang vocals, your big riffs, your guitar solo. You're probably going through to the next round. Sure, it was like you know things like a tambourine or a you know anything else in in earlier rounds stuff that sticks out sticks out on everything yeah. and this track was i think i think um the coast feels artier mm-hmm. probably because it's tackling a slightly broader subject matter that's more kind of mythical or like folklore that comes across it showcases a side of their musicality which doesn't really come across a lot mm-hmm. in their other material i i also wrote that it like it kind of um yeah, it, take, it takes you on more of a musical journey. It stands yeah. out more. I, I, think it's, I think it's the coast. Yeah, I'm happy with that choice. You're making some great choices, can I just say? Thank you. I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't want to, you know, any actual... I say actual... I, I describe myself as an actual pup fan now. <laughs> uh, when I agreed to doing this, I, I, I wasn't necessarily... I wouldn't have said that. But right now, yeah, I, I love pup. But anyone that's more of a diehard pup fan than having listened to them on and off for the last week or so um 
I hope I'm doing you proud. Uh, you know, again, this is all very knee-jerk. And if you were to do this podcast a couple of months down the line, once I've actually had time to sort out my thoughts on it, maybe the answer would be different. Who knows? <laughs> but in the meantime, this is, this is just what I'm coming up with today. This is where this I'm is at. This is where uh, I'm at. <laughs> ne- next up on the list, we have Bare Hands from album three. That's bare, spelled B-A-R-E. Not like the animal bear, because <laughs> those aren't hands. Those are paws. And then... We also, that's up against Old Wounds, Mountain 2. Old Wounds. I didn't write anything about bare hands. I I skip it every time I listen to Morbid Stuff. Uh, Old Wounds is the far superior song. It is one of the songs that's going to go the furthest in this competition. Let's fucking go. Another another big fight riff song. Love it. I've 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 seen yeah. them play this song a lot of times, and you know, running theme, lots of limbs. This is the sort of song where if I'm holding a pint, I'm either throwing it or it's getting knocked, and it's like under three minutes. And if you're in the pit or in the front few lines, you got to just stand there and hold yourself because I think everyone's going to be going ape shit when this song comes on. Ten out of ten song. Yeah, I love it. Well, I mean, say no more. Say no more. Fam. Okay, we got it. I won't. Uh, <laughs> right. That was easy. Then you got... Do you uh, have any opinions on that uh, song? I said... I, I've given you my opinion. I said big fight song. Good. Big fight riff song. <laughs> Liked it. Good Good time. Correct. It, it, would get, it would get me pumped up if I needed to get pumped up. It would do that job. In a live situation or regular situation. Then we have DVP from album album two and Yukon from album one. I said for so I said for Yukon, uh, cool concept, not my bag. Don't see it winning. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's a slow one. <laughs> just 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 a straight yeah. I mean I, <laughs> again. They're a band that they're a band that are clearly very proud of where they're from. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I get that a lot with Canadian bands. They're like, "Fuck yeah, Canada's great." And to be honest, don't blame them. Seems like a pretty cool place. A lot of history, a lot of cool geography, a um, lot, lot of good stuff going yeah. for it. Um, and this is a very clear kind of. It talks a lot about quintessential Canadian mm. stuff and. I like that that it comes through in the again slightly different musical approach to the musical identity. So you know, props to it for that because it it it, it approaches it very well and it stands out from the other stuff in doing that. But it's just not for me, you know. It's just not for me. <laughs> and if it's not for me, I don't bother with it, you know. All things, all media should be specifically for me, and if it's not, it's bad. Are <laughs> uh, these two songs? I don't actually think that. it's not for me. The DVP, though, however, is the pup song i love how it fucking mm. kicks off after in concept with the album with like after if this tour doesn't kill you they play those songs mm. usually back to back which is is fantastic Lo- oh i love it when bands um, do that. love it when bands i do also that. i mean this also ticks all the right boxes like every good pop song it's got it's got gang vocals it's got riffs and there's a really like there is such a good halftime in this song just for like a verse where uh, the drummer comes out he's just hitting on the hi-hats and i think that's like some of the most I, but like when a halftime comes in, if it's only used sparingly for like maybe four bars, whew, mm. Whew, mm. I love it. DVP, you're going through, baby. 
Okay, then we got Mabu or Mabu or Mabu. I think uh, it's Mabu. It's round one. Mm-hmm. Mabu, I think he actually says Mabu, so it's definitely that, yeah. Mm. Uh, from our one, up against Sibling Rivalry, Mabu 3. This is a pair of songs which neither one of them is clearly vastly superior to me. Yeah, they're both, they're both like they're good both, songs, but... They're both good in their own right. Yeah, you know? nothing sticks out that's... Like one doesn't have a, a huge chorus, one doesn't have a guitar solo that beats the other. Well, what I did say is that the vocal harmonies on Sibling Rivalry just tip it for yeah. me, because they're a feature that I really like that pop use sparingly. They they, they don't lean too heavily mm. on it, but they just tip it over and like those pre-choruses where it like it gives you a little bit more context and builds up towards it. I think that it just tips, but it's very mm. close. I, I yeah I, I I would agree. Um, I think in context of the album, sibling rivalry is like a, is a pretty good high point of of the album. Mm. Um, it sits really well. Yeah, sure. Where has got like some really good harmonies as well, and then like the explosive lyrics, like I drive my car through lakes and lagoons. Oh, 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 oh. good. I like that. Mm. Um, mm. but yeah, I, I think I'm leaning towards sibling rivalry just because. I've listened to that song more recently. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know, and and why did you listen to that song more yeah. recently? Because it stuck out more. Because it left more of an impression. I, I'd be more likely to go back to Sibling Rivalry. And whilst I don't, spoilers, I don't necessarily think either of these would be in the running for winning. It, it's still important to see which one's better than which and what gets knocked out mm. where. Yada mm-hmm. yada yada. So like, Sibling Rivalry for me is the one which just has a slight competitive yeah. edge. Agreed. Agreed. Mm. And finally, one. the final bracket. If this tour doesn't kill you, then I will from album two. It's going through. Versus Lionheart from album one. Which is not going through. Didn't even let me finish the bracket. But like, yeah. The only other track I've heard recently, which hits like in this, it covers this in such a good way is actually Freddy Krueger by Ruben. Yeah. It's the non-romantic stage of being in a band with people who it's effectively your work colleagues that you kind of get to the point of fucking hating (laughs) and like like i was saying earlier i didn't need to have heard this band's track record of touring to know that they tour a lot Mm. and like when i heard this song i'm like yeah that 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 isn't a song from a band who does one or two tours a year that's a band who are out on the road non-stop and that is where the music comes from and that's where their music goes to yeah and it, you know, as someone that, well, you, Connor, as someone that spent a great deal of time touring, I'm sure you perfectly, like, identify with a lot of the material in this because oh, it's, yeah. you know, it's, you know, it's this fun, glamorous thing to people who don't know what touring is like and the people who do it say, so, yeah, it's hard, it's hard-ass it's work. It's fun and glamorous to and everyone who comes to the show, drinks a couple of beers, then goes home to bed and is in bed by midnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they, they touch on that so well they cover it so poetically whilst having a really good song under it because it's one thing to be able to bring light to it but it's another to do so but actually write a good song around it rather than that's a cool concept because every band has written a song about being on tour Mm. well not every band but a lot of bands have written a lot of songs about being or metaphorically this is not or metaphorically about being Mm. on tour 
And this is one that's actually very on the nose, but in quite an endearing way. It's like, a, this is hard work and I don't like you guys, but I do like you guys. Of course I do, but I fucking hate you at the end of that. I can't wait to not see you again. Yeah. Like, it's really, it's cool. It's cool as hell. I, re- I loved it. Yeah. Good. I've got plenty of thoughts on it. Bring it through. Well, we, there'll be time. There will be time for that. Uh, that rounds off round one in what I think must be a new record for brevity yeah like, that's good that was there was a lot of agreeing there which never usually happens maybe it's because i haven't had time to establish strong opinions that i can actually try and back up <laughs> my uh my resolve is paper thin on all of these i'm i'm, I'm uh i don't have the gumption to stick it through but uh, uh yeah i i I, th- I think almost every one of those I, I is my initial thought and they're the ones which I think that shows it kind mm. of sticks out so let's just uh, f- for for that sake then let's just run through the winners quickly so people can see if they're turning up late to this or if they're listening in the future where we're at with the winners going through to round two Oscar run us through the winners who's going through round two go okay so we have Scorpion Hill from album three <laughs> we have Dark Days from album one we have Reservoir from album one. We have Funeral from album three. We have Free at Last. Nope. Yeah. We have Three at Last. Mm. We have Free at Last from album three. Meltdown from album three. We have Kids from album three. A lot of album three mm. going on in this first good album. album. We got. N- it's a good it's album. Good we got Never Try from album one. We got My Life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. From album two, Morbid Stuff, album three, Sleep, dot, 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 from album two. Uh, we have The Coast, from album two. We've got Old Wounds, from album two, DVP, album two, Sibling Rivalry, album three. And if this tour doesn't kill you, then I will, from, you guessed it, album two. Hell yeah. On top of my, he- top of my head, can't do the maths on which one has the most songs Top of my head, in this sounds round. Sounds like but, round uh, three is winning. Right, album three is winning. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty... It's a pretty powerful round for album three, but it does seem like a good, a, a good even mix to bring things mm. through. Awesome. Right, round two, here we are. So uh, on my side of proceedings, first up, we have Scorpion Hill from album three versus dark days from album one two big hitters here we are this is what we're here for the big hitters the big rounds the big talks oscar how do you feel i think i think dark days is better (laughs) now now i'm doing that on purpose because i know you set this up to be a bigger discussion um But I don't think we should fuck around, (laughs) all right? I got strong thoughts. Uh, um, I didn't mean to derail you so much just then. I'm feeling good, though. In in answer to your actual question, I'm feeling really positive because we were just talking there that what we usually do with these is we kind of do a preemptive, this is what the bracket will look like. I have a kind of idea. And actually, at this stage, whereas in previous episodes, we have a rough idea of what song we want to win and what we think is going to get to the end i don't think either of us actually have that 
guest at the moment no there's too many for me there's there's too many good songs yeah this is actually really hard particularly as someone who doesn't have a strong connection to one like oh this song reminds yeah. me of this because all songs I actually don't just... have a favorite pub song either just for the record yeah so it's it's quite it's quite fair like we're actually gonna find this is this is a first we, we're gonna find out what the best pup song is live on air whoa i know a world exclusive for for, <laughs> for, for us um but no I'm, I'm i'm feeling good uh i'm actually really confident with all of these because these are all the ones that i bar i think maybe one or two these are all the ones which i predicted getting this far in the first place so actually it's uh it feels good now, but I think that's maybe going to make it harder when they're going up against each other. But I'm stoked Probably. to see what comes next. Now, anyway, back to business. Dark Days is better. All right. Not going not gonna to argue with that. I think Dark Days is the better song. I think it has the more emotional connection with fans. Scorpion Hill, uh, great song, refined song. But it's. I think Dark Days is a little bit of a titan when it comes to pup. So... Dark days, you're going through. I have a question. Go would, on. Would, now I know what my answer is, but I'm going to ask you the question. Okay. Would Scorpion Hill be a better song if it wasn't called Scorpion Hill and it was actually called Scorpion King and it was a song about the story of the hit major motion picture as part of the Mummy franchise, The Scorpion King? <laughs> I thought you were going to like talk about Mortal Kombat for a second. Well... <laughs> Scorpion on a hill is dangerous because he's got the you know that rope throw ability. But we're not talking about yeah, that. Yeah. I'm talking about the Scorpion King. Like, if Papa I wrote a song about the Scorpion King, do you reckon it would be better? Mm, I'd like to see them do it. Okay, this one goes out to you, Pup. Uh, rewrite this song you've already written, but change the lyrics to be about Dwayne the, the Rock King. Johnson's seminal role in the Scorpion King. <laughs> All right, second on, we have uh, Reservoir from album one. Very good song. Mm. To See You at Your Funeral from number three. So here you've got two sides of the pup coin. You got got powerful, fast, running around, big rock fight song. And you've got the more fun, tongue-in-cheek, self-deprecating charismatic pup two pups both good but which one is better who reservoir yeah. mm. okay well <laughs> i i don't know i i now i don't know about that uh i i think that i think that the funeral fu- i think funeral is better because Whoa. i think it's better because it's more engaging as a listen i think that it is that it's more multi-layered, I think, because you can take different parts of it as the focus and still enjoy it on repeat listens. All three listens I've had of it have been very different. Yeah, I I can I can understand where you're coming from, but I think I just think Reservoir has everything I want in a pup song. Mm. And I think it's everything that most people who are listening to this probably want in a pup song. Ah, you're gonna pull where, the, you're gonna pull the the fan card. I see. Interesting. Yeah. See your funeral is still a banger. Um I think it's a very good song in terms of everything. I think it's a very good song in terms of album three, but mm. I just cannot let I cannot let Reservoir be beat that easily. I mean I shan't. I, I, I 
now I actually think about what it means to get rid of one. There yeah. are fewer songs that hit as hard as Reservoir, whereas there are other songs which have the same idea of like playfulness that Funeral. It has. might it might be uh, it might be an obvious choice for for like a fan favorite, or I think it's like you know. It's like how we had the debacle or never meant for American football and uh, some of the other Ruben songs. Mm. It's an easy choice for people to enjoy this song a lot and it's an easy choice for us to see it going far. I, however, have more of a feeling towards Reservoir than I did those other songs on the other episodes. Um, I just think Reservoir is a fucking fantastic song and I will pick it over See You at Your Funeral. Hang on then. All right. Um, I... I <laughs> <laughs> I'm not admitting defeat on it. I, I, I just, I just, as I say, realize that there's fewer songs with the same audio identity as Reservoir. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and it, it does everything it needs to do very, very well. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to it. go with it. Let's, let's put, let's put it through. Let's put make it, it through. Okay. All right. Next, we have an album-free matchup. We have Free at Last, great song, mm. versus. Full Blown Meltdown, also a good song. Meltdown's a heavy one. What you got? Meltdown's a, Mel- Meltdown's a bigger heavy one. Um, and occupies that space very effectively. Mm. Free at Last, as I said before, is a very sunny sounding song. It's like it puts a smile on your face more and it does what that particular facet of pop songwriting achieves. Uh, I, of the two, face value, no other songs in consideration, the, the contest not in consideration, I prefer Free At Last. Good choice. Me. Two. <laughs> Me oh, too. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, Meltdown's still <laughs> wicked. Like, I, I think it's really cool that a band is able to... Again, the fact that it's on the, that they're both on the same album is sick yeah. to me because it shows a lot of diversity. You haven't got a whole record of songs that all sound like each other. These two, you wouldn't necessarily listen to and go there from the same body of work. You wouldn't know that right away necessarily. Yeah. And you know that that showcases a lot of you know interest within the band itself. So I'm I'm a big fan of that. Uh, that said, it's not a better song than Reservoir, for instance, which has that has same kind of foot in that. That, that that's like more you know upbeat energetic yeah. edge of things so it's not going to be that so yeah let's 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 go ahead and put free He's at last through some, saying some big things here saying the outcomes are already predetermined i i don't believe in um predetermined outcomes i okay. i i think free will is a very important part in this process yeah so free at last goes through and on the final one for my side we have uh kids from album free again a lot of lot of album free coming through Mm. and never try from album one that's kids isn't it kids is album free never try album one yeah, yeah, I I know where they're from, but it's it's kids, isn't it? That, that's the one wins. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I just I don't want to be too. Yeah. I, I don't want to be too reductionist with it, but like, you just can't beat that hum. The, the the harmony writing, the chorus writing, the 
lack of time it takes to get to the point. Like it just doesn't. They're not a band that fuck around too much. Nah. Full stop. It, there's it, it's very you know don't bore us get to the chorus kind of what that that attitude is lame as it sounds yeah. like it's 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 really effective though because you are in and out and you know what you know what they're trying to say very early on and what they're saying mm. not even trying to say what they're saying with kids is they don't waste any time in getting to it get it gets you grabs you and keeps you there for the whole song it's it's great it's just a, it's just a great piece of music yeah it really is i i really love the mid late of this song with the gang vocals gang mm. vocals pup you're doing really well keep such, keep them up such good gang vocals some of my favorite gang vocals i've heard in a while actually to be honest like really like really toes that line between just unintelligible shouting which creates the atmosphere of energy and yeah like a full-on choir type thing well right. so they can they all have different ranges and they all yeah. work so well together it's, it shows that a, a band can do gang vocals lazily and just everyone shout or they can actually work on them and find their dynamic ranges yeah like pirates on a pirate boat pirate boat <laughs> pirate ship man i don't know what it is about i think to be honest it's how triplety a lot of pop music is like the first thing i think yeah, of when i listen to a lot of like like there's a lot of that kind of rhythm across their music and that makes me think of pirates so that's absolutely a compliment too like everyone loves triplets pirates love them you love them i love them pop love them the end uh yeah the end kids is going through never try it's good, but like it's not as good as good, you know. It's not kids. It's not kids. Kids going through. Okay, uh, second side of uh, round two. That's uh, that's over to you. So we have my life dot 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 from album two versus morbid stuff from album three. Um, this one for me is easy. Yeah, uh, I think it is too, and I think the answer is morbid stuff. Yes, I think so too. I, it's been a God, while. Album three is album three is really fucking good. Album three is really good, fucking good. I remember talking to one of my mates when the album first came out, and he's been a big pup fan for years. And I still am not a big pup fan in terms of the hours I put in. I'm a, mm. I'm a, I'm an intermediate pup fan, but like he, <laughs> he's on his blue belt. Yeah, I'm, I'm working my way up. Gonna get, gonna get to black belt second down. Um. I remember listening to Morbid Stuff and going, this album's great. And he was super not on board with it. He was like, nah, it's, it's pretty good, but it doesn't have the same like hard-hitting energy as the other albums. And like, I appreciate there's a tonal shift to an extent, but the songwriting is just more refined across it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we're finding the majority of the tracks, if not all of the tracks, no, not all the tracks, Reservoir's in there, but like, most of the tracks yeah. in this first half at least are from album three because the fact is it's the culmination of years of honing the sound and writing the best possible song you know yeah i think the singles from album three are some of the strongest songs they've got i mm. would say that in my opinion the tail end of album three sort of tails off a little bit where others sure. album two and Al- album two maybe specifically that that sort of come back up again yeah um but in this in this bracket here uh morbid stuff is just the better of the two songs yeah i i, I think so too um it's got a, it's got a killer chorus it sets the tone because it's the opener for morbid stuff isn't it mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a perfect title track it really sets the tone for the whole rest of the record and 
you know, you keep coming back to it. You know, it, it yeah, it wastes it wastes no time, and it gets you on board yeah. straight away. I love it. It's a good song. The end. Going to refer back well, to my earlier time. notes. What's just, up next? Yeah, uh, we have sleep in the heat versus the coast. Yeah. Both tra- both album two. Um, slap back in the middle. Slap back in the middle of the three albums. Um, I think that in terms of a track which showcases a different side of their writing, particularly at this point, mm. the the coast ticks that box very well. It, it's it's a real. It shows the maturity of a band and versatility of a band, but. I think Sleep in the Heat is one of the two that I would come back to first. If that makes yeah, sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I phrased um, that confusingly, but I think, sleep, <laughs> I think Sleep in the Heat is the one that I, I would find myself coming back to over the coast. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sleep in the Heat is just a great tune. Um, it works really well live. It works really well in the concept of the album. It sits really well in the album. Mm. Uh, it, and it actually is, is the big hitter before you get the nice little chill beginning of the coast coming in um mm. sleep sleep in the heat for me is 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 the one that goes through in this one yeah me too um god we're agreeing on a lot of stuff this is this probably, never happens everyone this is the most we've ever agreed i feel like wh- whatever the next one is we've got to have super strong different opinions and make up for it with whatever the next one of these we do is yeah <laughs> give the people what they want uh next up we have old wounds and dvp another album to match up Yeah, this one's really fucking hard. Um, I agree. Because DVP is like the pop song. Mm. But like Old Wounds is, I just, I just really fucking love that song. I love both these songs. And yeah. probably, the mo- uh, probably the closest tonal matchup we've had so far. Yeah. I, oh God. I knew this was going to happen and I thought I'd be more prepared for it. And the answer is that I am not prepared for it. Yeah, um, I was banking on you being more prepared because I'm not either. So this is, this is tough. Um, the fact is that Old Wounds is closer in sound to Reservoir than DVP. I think. <laughs> sure. I mean, why not? I, no, that, that's that's like my point being that if it comes down to it, and you put those two songs up against each other, I'm not going to try and work out where things go. Oh, I think I know out of those two songs which I would pick. Yeah, and I think I know which one I would pick too. Whereas DVP is in that occupies that same space, but isn't quite as direct with it. So I I I think for this instance where they're both hard to pick apart one doesn't stand head and shoulders above the other Mm. i think that the one that it makes the most sense to go with is the one that has more of a edge when it comes to sounding different to something else and i think that is dvp i mean i agree with that my thoughts on it is i'm going with the one that i enjoy the most and the one i enjoy live the most and the one that i think has the edge over some of the other songs and for me, that's old wounds. Okay. See, for I someone think- who said someone who said he didn't have a favorite pub song, I think old wounds and maybe a couple of others that are still in this competition are very close to being that song. Mm. 
Were you finding Old out wounds. as you go along? Yeah, I'm figuring out as I go along. Old wounds for me, every single time I see them play that song, I just get fucking amped. I just get mm. so up for it. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if... Um, I just know they're going to play DVP all the time. And I like that because DVP is a good song, but Old Wounds is not a, is, is not a straight in the set song. And yeah, I just really like that song. Well, I think I'm looking at it from a tactical <laughs> perspective, whereas you're actually looking at it from a... From a tactical we- perspective. <laughs> no, no, no. no it's, 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 it's not a tactical perspective. It, 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 but like, it's, it's the way it makes you feel. And that is such mm. an imperative part of what makes a song great. And so yeah. to that end, I would say let's put Old Wounds through then. Okay. I, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, uh, I, I don't have the emotional vocabulary to talk about Pup at, at this point in time. I think both these songs are great. But if it makes you yeah. feel that way as someone that knows them better, then I think that's a no-brainer to me. I'm here to call, cause controversy. And uh, look, I'm sorry, everyone. I like Old Wounds more than DVP. All right. Music I'm, subjective. Let's, do, let's make it happen. Let, Old Wounds is. Let's, let's make it happen. Uh, next up, we have uh, Sibling Rivalry from album three versus mm-hmm. If This Tour Doesn't Kill You, Then I Will from album two. Uh, for me, it's um, if this tour doesn't kill you, and for me, it's also if this tour doesn't kill you for all the reasons I just said. I think that I like a song which tells a story, yeah, but not just the story within the song. What the story of the song represents on a bigger scale, you know. Mm. Um, I think also when this when this album came out, there was a lot of it was quite hyped up a lot, and I just think that this is like a real. I've, I've kind of gone back on what I said earlier about how Morbid Stuff was the best album opener they've written. I think in context of this album and the context of when this record came out, after a couple of years of them touring loads, if this tour doesn't kill you, is like such a great embodiment of this band and mm. how touring that much can really do some numbers to you. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it can really it. take its toll. Oh, baby. And they, um, they put it together in such a classic pup way where it hits and ticks all the boxes. It gets the crowd going. I remember listening to this song for the first time and being like, hell yeah. Okay. I like it. Strap in. I like it. I th- yep. Simple I, guy. I, uh, simple guy, simple needs, and simple outcome. If this tool doesn't kill you, then I will. Is, is the one, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, sibling rivalry I haven't got anything new to say about it no uh, but I will go back and say I like you you're a good song yes you are a good song you are a good song and don't let anyone try and take that away from you because they can't yeah Um, I don't have any siblings so I can't really quote much of the issues that you're going through in this song (laughs) I mean I, I I have a sibling and I feel like we've never had too much rivalry when it comes to the kind of things he's talking about. So it wasn't one that hit me in the in the feel in the feelings. So I I feel t- no, I'll tell you what I feel towards losing that song. Nothing. <laughs> so, so there you have it, everyone. That's the end of round two. Uh, okay. Let's- what are we on quarterfinals now round 16 i i don't know how this works uh we're somewhere we're, we're at the point now where we've narrowed 32 down to two four six eight so it is oh wow we're on quarterfinals yeah 
you would think the episode four of this podcast we've done for a long time we'd know better but we don't um in the quarterfinals we have dark days versus reservoir free at last versus kids morbid stuff versus sleep in the heat and old wounds versus if this tour doesn't kill you then i will this is and i always think of these as different length set lists depending on how uh how how big a slot they've got this is yeah. a good oh, this is just an absolutely outstanding opening band set list i mean if an opening band could get eight songs in without running over 35 minutes i'd be impressed and if yeah, but, i saw a band play all these songs in 35 minutes i would be well up for it yeah but dude like no, no none of these songs are over three minutes or like four minutes like i reckon they could <laughs> yeah, do <true>. it <laughs> this is this is another thing Pup have about two songs, I think, that are over four and a half, five minutes, and they are intentionally yeah. that long because they're bigger, like, bigger spanning things. Mm. Almost every one of these, particularly things like Reservoir and I'm pretty sure Old Wounds, like, they're like under three minutes. But just you don't, need, you don't need three minutes anymore to write a banger. No, absolutely not. Like, I guarantee you this would be under 35 minutes, this set, and it would be outstanding. I mean, obviously, that's if they didn't stop or say anything between any of these songs, yeah. but like... <laughs> I reckon you know who they we are. Here's the songs. I reckon it could be done. Whip up. Fuck you. One, two, three, four. At the end. Like so good. I would love that. <laughs> Being the big, okay. long-lasting pup fan that I am, I, I, I would love that. All right. So we are here. We're sitting in the quarterfinals. We're very happy. If this was the World Cup, we'd be very happy to still be included in the quarterfinals. But we're not Canada, and we're not pup. And I don't know what the World Cup is. Good. Let's just crack on. So first one, we have Dark Days and Reservoir from the first album. We're getting into the the juicy stuff here now. We're getting into the juicy bits. I think we've both spoke at length about how much we like these songs. Um, I'm just going to go on the record if I haven't already and say that you, you shouldn't and you can't fuck with Reservoir. Nah. It's a bit obvious. It's the hit from the first record, but yeah. it still stands up six years later. And they That's play it live, and it still rules. I hadn't really thought about that. Like, Pup's music, because it is so live-based and organic-sounding and energetic, mm. all that kind of stuff, doesn't really age. Um, there's not a great deal of external production trope stuff where it would age it. Like... The drums just sound great. They're very, you know, raw sounding. The mm. guitars and bass all sound great. The vocals sound great. Like it's not, it, time hasn't really aged it. And yeah, you're absolutely right. Reservoir still slams now. Yeah. As hard as I'm sure it slammed in 2013. Yeah. And they, it still sounds as good live as it did the first time I saw it back in whenever it was 2015. Yeah. Um, Dark Days. Again, it's such a great song. It's such a great uh, embodiment of this band. Mm. And it still sounds good live. Also, both have great music videos. Very worth, uh, very much worth taking some time out to enjoy those. Um, for me, and I think for you, the clear winner here is Reservoir because you shouldn't fuck with it. You should, I mean, you shouldn't. And I don't really understand why you're uh, coming at it so hot. <laughs> I wasn't planning on fucking with it. I really wasn't, I promise. <laughs> I'm just coming at it with some passion. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> I like that. Pause one second. Okay, yeah, I actually haven't, I actually haven't updated it. 
on here. That's why I'm confused. Okay, go. Okay. Uh, so we're quite happy with Reservoir to go through, I think. Absolutely. Um, awesome. No brainer. Uh, second up from my side, we have uh, Free at Last versus Kids. This is harder, but not too hard that I don't immediately know what I want to go with. Hmm. Where are you? Are at? we gonna di- are we gonna disagree? Do you reckon? Um, I don't think we are. I know what I want to do. What do you want to do? For me, it's free at last. Oh no, I was wrong. We are gonna disagree. <laughs> you have been very much on kids hype uh, yeah, on that I song. Just... It's a great song. It's it's a great song. Part of a great album, and it still stands out on it because it's. Um... It covers all of the bases of the things that I enjoy Pup doing. Yeah. In terms of how that stacks up against Free at Last, um, it's, not, it's not miles apart. It's not insanely different or insanely better. That's why they've both gotten to this point. Yeah. I just think that from... Because they're both album three. Um, yeah. So it's a very similar writing space and they are comparable and they're both quite upbeat, quite cheerful sounding songs. Mm, I think Free at Last is a little bit faster paced and that's yeah, why I think yeah. I enjoy it more. Sure. I, I, that's, that's very valid. I mean, like one of the things that I did write about it is how much energy it has. And I think that comes from the pace and messing, like neither of them mess around. But yeah, as far as a, as far as a sing, a singable chorus, I the chorus to kids is the one that's in my head more, I think. Hmm. Yeah, mine's the other way around. Hmm. I just think, like, the energy of Free at Last overpowers kids. They were both singles, and uh, I think Free at Last is probably one of the best songs of, 29, of 2019. It's got the, the like, uh, just because you're sad again doesn't make you special at all. Yeah. I love that part. That's a big chorus. I remember that poking out pretty prominently, actually, to be fair. Upon reflection, um, Free at Last has a like 80s hair metal style harmonized guitar lead intro, yeah. which I can't believe I, 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 I omitted from my criticism <laughs> because that should be a guaranteed win. Winner. Um, <laughs> I like the part in um I like the part in kids where it's like the the bridge or the drop chorus where it just the, where the drums move onto the 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 toms. I really like that mm. bit. Um very dynamic. It, it is very dynamic. Um but yeah f- yeah for me it's, it's it's free at last. And I think free at last could go all the way. I think kids could go all the way, but I think in this point, there's always a tricky matchup of things from the same kind of place, particularly these are like track two and three respectively um, mm. on the record. So just just in the uh, that isolated example, they occupy the same space. Um, I'm not thrilled about it because kids is the one that I think my mind goes to after what are the other tracks we're going to talk about in a second. Uh, in terms of my favorite track on this record, at least. But similarly, Free, Free at Last does just, 
you're absolutely right. It's got a slightly faster pace, slightly more energy. There's two rock fists in the air, two horns being thrown. Uh, let's let's take it through. Let's see how it does. Let's roll the dice, baby. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> Yahtzee. Let's make it happen. Uh, uh, all right, moving on. Okay, move it on to your side. Okay, so my side begins with morbid stuff versus sleep in the heat. Uh, hmm. yeah. Hmm. Mm. It's actually some really hard brackets. Yeah. Um, now, now we're at this stage. This is where it always things that have sailed through to this point. It it really starts. Uh, excuse me. It really starts getting <laughs> more head scratchy at this point. I think that morbid stuff in sleep are not the same. They're not variants of the same song, but they both hold their own in their own kind of space, you know? Mm, they hold their own in, in each album. I think yeah, they're absolutely. quite pivotal in each album. Um, <sighs> Tracklist-wise, where does Sleep in the Heat sit on album two? Sleep in the Heat is fourth in, right. and Morbid Stuff is album opener, opener. Title, yeah. title track. Mm. Um, for me, as someone who is more of a fan than you, probably... I have more of an affinity with Sleep in the Heat. Um, I think it's more anthemic. I think it's more poignant towards the band's career. I think I think it's the better song. Mm. Morbid stuff. I do enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I was clearly having some drinks when I looked back at my uh, notes or when I was taking these notes for the first time because for both of these songs, the opening notes I have are, fuck yeah, great song. <laughs> <laughs> but um, again, it's accurate for both because both songs, yeah. fuck yeah, great song. Um, I, I, as I've said, Morbid Stuff, the album, is the album that I knew and know the best of all of them. Yeah. And what drew me in was the art style combined with the name, combined with mm. the band name, combined with the way Morbid Stuff sounds. Mm -hmm. That got me on board. That, that, mm. The whole thing, the whole visual audio relationship with this track, and I haven't seen any videos or anything else like that, but that was enough for it to stand out on my... New Music Friday or whatever, you know, whatever the list was that it popped up and give it staying power that I went, yeah, I'm going to, I've heard that name before because, you know, I've been around for a while, obviously. That's what made me want to get into them. And, you know, we talk a lot about how nostalgia plays quite a big factor in this, our yeah. decisions. And as someone that doesn't necessarily have a nostalgic relationship with Pup, but more a limited, the opposite of nostalgia, <laughs> uh, it's very current. Still, Morbid Stuff, the record, and Morbid Stuff, more specifically, the song, is the thing which stands out to me in terms of being the best draw in and yeah. going all the places that it needs to go to get you on side. Uh, that said, Sleep in the Heat, great track, lots of personality, tells a really fun story, but it's not quite as powerful in my mind. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I've looked at, the, I've looked at my projected results. And the winner of this bracket, specifically this quarterfinal, yeah. Regardless of who it is, which song it is, 
does yeah. not win the overall thing. Yeah, I'm trying not to look at... I'm trying not to zoom out too much because I, I want my decision... Because I'm aware that in pre- previous episodes, I've thought too tactically. I've thought too many, like, well, how's this going to do down the line? And whilst that's important, when it's like this and the songs are quite close together in terms of how we both feel about them, mm. it's not like... I'm not here saying, no, you're fucking wrong. You're an idiot. That's not, that's not good. And you're not doing mm. that either. We're, we're just both coming at it from a slightly different angle. I think that if we aren't going to be swayed too much in that direction, maybe it's good to actually look at the tactic side of it. If neither one of them is going to win in your eyes, and I'm not going to look just to save myself <laughs> spoilers, but if neither one of them is going to win, then just let yours through. Just let me win. Let me, if neither one of them is going to win, just let me win, you know? I'm going to let you put morbid stuff through because I do like both those songs equally, although I have more of an affinity towards Sleeping in the Heat. Sure. Uh, but for me, both those songs don't win. So I'm happy to have morbid stuff go through. Let's find out and let's see if that can come around to bite you uh, it down won't. the line. It won't. Awful lot of confidence there from, the, from Connor Laws. <laughs> you love to see it. Let's, let's move through. <laughs> Uh, um, next up uh, we have Old Wounds versus yeah. If This Tour Doesn't Kill You I Will from Album 2 2 on 2 matchup what do you reckon? Uh, it's a very hard choice again um, I really like If This Tour Doesn't Kill You I think it's a really really good song but again I'm falling back down to my Old Wounds because that song is really fucking good. It's, I mean, this whole exercise is showing that the side of Pup you click with most heavily is that live, uh, you know, throwing limbs, high energy, jumping around yeah. kind of side of it. And as someone that hasn't experienced that, 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 it's not in any way wrong. It's just, it's interesting because that's your default because that's what you associate them with. And I, as someone that's just listened to them, you know, on my way to and from work, uh, I'm going on a different perspective. Mm. So, because of the two, I like both of them very much. Mm. I, I totally think they both deserve to be at this stage in the contest, but... Absolutely. But this tour doesn't kill you is the one that has just a pure, pure listening experience, regardless of the way we go live. Well, I am an audiophile, but that doesn't factor <laughs> into it, Connor. Uh, <laughs> As a guy with ears, if this tour doesn't kill you, I think of the two songs is the one that I would listen to first. But I do fully respect that that other side of it, as I've said, is such a big part of what makes Pup yeah. the band the band that Pup is. Uh, I'm I'm at that stage where I'm also coming down to like the things that I go to if I listen to this record or if it comes if I'm gonna put something into a playlist. Sure. Or if I'm going to just like, if I know I've got three minutes to listen to a song, I think Old Wounds is probably my most favorite song from the second album. Sure. Uh, for all the things above, it's, it's a great song. It gets going, it gets the circle pit going, it gets the limbs going. It's just great. <laughs> just just <a> great. <laughs> it's just a great song. And, and yeah, uh, If This Tour Doesn't Kill You is also a fantastic song. It, it embodies the band really well. Like I said before, in the last round, it is very poignant. Mm. Um, oh God, it's a great song as well, isn't it? It is. This, this, it, they're both great. They wouldn't have gotten here if they weren't. 
no, and it it gets people pumped up as well. Um, yeah. Like the uh, you why can't we just you... why can't we just get along with the guitar? Like wow, it's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I forgot my point, but <laughs> there is the point is that it's great. The point is that it's great. You know, um, I just I just think going back to the idea of. Uh, Treating songs is what they're going to do to other against other songs. Uh, it's old wounds, man. It's old wounds for me. It's got to be. I but can't I'm, go. I'm but, not going back on it. Listen, no, <laughs> I shan't. Uh, <laughs> I don't think old wounds beats Reservoir. You know, bro. I mean, we're about to find out. Yeah, but I just think that putting putting old well, wounds Reser- Re- Reservoir is in a different 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 side of the yeah, but side if of it the bracket. Could, you 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 okay? Miss, if it goes this way <laughs> if it goes the exact way that i want it to go maybe it won't do it i don't know um <laughs> i think i you know I, go on I, stick old wounds through go on stop being a I mean, stick well, in the mud fine fine i can't wait to watch old wounds lose and <laughs> i can't wait to rub it in your stupid face <laughs> See, I'm get, you're getting me all riled up. We've been going on so well throughout this now. And this, so whole, nice. this back end has gotten me all jazzed. Okay, fine. <laughs> old Wounds is going to go through. There you go. Okay, semi-finals. We're here. It's, uh, it's the business end. Um, just Let's just go straight into it. We've got Reservoir versus Free at Last. Gut feeling. Reservoir. It's a banging tune. It's the gut feeling. It's the one that gets me hyped for a band that I've never seen live because I can imagine how it would be live. I mean, you've, I'm sure, seen them do this live. Is it good? It's fantastic. I've seen them play Free at Last live as well, and that also gets me pumped. Which one gets you more pumped? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer this decision to you, uh, someone that's seen them live, because I think that's a big part of this now. I think which song which song goes hard alive? They both go fucking hard live. I mm. the, when I was looking when we were doing this and I was making some notes, I saw uh I hoped for a final of Reservoir versus Free at Last. Yeah. Um I think this side we always end up getting one semi-final stacked harder than the other side. Sure. Um and for me this side is stacked way harder than the other side because mm. For me, Reservoir and Free at Last is, is one and two. Free at Last, I think, is, is the best pop song. Spoiler alert. And Reservoir, I think, is a very close second. Right. Right now. You ask me tomorrow, it could be different on yeah. those ones and two. Sure. I, think they're joint, I, joint, I think they're joint first, whereas Morbid Stuff and Old Wounds, I don't think any one of those two is going to beat Free at Last or Reservoir. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. So on gut feeling of what I've been enjoying most recently, it's free at last. I just, I love the video. I love the guitar solo. I love the vibe of it. But then I listen to Reservoir and I'm like, fuck, this is also a fantastic song. But I mean, now I'm actually, my gut feeling was Reservoir, but I've cycled back a little bit. I've scrubbed through the track in my head. And actually, free at last is the one that I want to hear more of those two. Yeah. I think, I think Free at Last has got everything that I want from a pup song. Most of these songs have everything I want from a pup song. Yeah, but I absolutely. think Free at Last, I think Free at Last is, 
I think they, I, th- I think they've written some of their best music on this final album. I think all the singles on Morbid Stuff were fantastic. Uh, Kids, Morbid Stuff, Free at Last, I think are great. Um, yeah. I do love Reservoir, and it has it. Reservoir is one of those songs that no matter what size of venue I see them in, it kicks off and it's great. It sounds mm. good in a two fifty room. Sounds good in two thousand cap room. Um, and I know that Reservoir is going to get played nine times out of ten at a show. Sure. It's a fan favourite, one would imagine. It's a fan, it's a fan favourite, but God, I just, I, I think I am enjoying Free At Last more at the moment than Reservoir. I think Free At Last is, is not necessarily a better song because they're both great, but I, I just think yeah. it's the one that I would go for. Let's do it. Well, there it is. Free At Last it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, and onto the other side, we've got Morbid Stuff versus Old Wounds. I know we're just going to disagree with it. Well, no, I now just think old I, wounds is better than morbid stuff, man. But now the more I think about it, you've got me. You've 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 got me questioning my very fragile your, resolve. Your whole belief pattern. Th- my whole belief system that I've built up over days, days of listening, <laughs> hours, uh, hours of listening, Connor. I've listened to these albums at least two times. Um, I think if we're g- looking at it this way. Free at last is on one side. I want old wounds on the other side for a more fair contest. I mean, yeah, that's 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 fair enough. I think old wounds is still one of the better. Like the only one that doesn't sit in this for me, as as we've just discussed, is um, morbid stuff. So yeah. I think my top four songs were Reservoir, Free at Last, uh, Sleeping in the Heat, Sleep in the Heat, and Old Wounds. Mm. Those, those are my four. Those, those are my horses. I love them to bits. Those are my Did children. Say, yeah. I love them to bits. Would, um, would, you, would you say that Morbid Stuff's in like the top 10 for you or is it, has it gotten here based on its, its lineup? Uh, no, it's definitely, it's definitely a top 10. Cool. It's definitely um, a top 10. Yeah, I, I, th- I think in terms of actually looking at songs that occupy not different ends of the pop spectrum because songs like the coast and Yukon kind of create a further average of where they can go musically. But in terms Mm. of occupying fan favorite, but still being tonally different, these both do that very well. Yeah. So have I, have I have I convinced you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Um, I think morbid stuff is great. Are you there? It's still, (laughs) are you, I'm still very much of the belief that Morbid Stuff is the one that, now I actually think about it, is probably the song that got me into listening to Pub. Yeah. The, doing it as research for this podcast notwithstanding. And I, that doesn't change. But in terms of what the band does and comparing them, I think that Old Wounds is a better example to put up against something like Free at Last, which is not too far mm. from the vibe of yeah morbid stuff so yeah i i'm very happy to have a final of free at last and old wounds hello everyone uh your good friend and retcon executive oscar here recording from the future uh at the time of recording this we weren't 100 percent sure if we could get a member of pup to chime in with their favorite song but wouldn't you know it, 
Steve came through and he had some thoughts on his favorite pup song that he wanted to share with you all. So I'm going to cut it in here and then we're going to cut back to the episode, which doesn't really reference it. It's slightly confusing, but there we go. This is the world we live in. Here's Steve. Hey, my name is Steve Sladkowski. I play lead guitar in Pup. Thinking about the back catalog a little bit, you know, I, I think there's some stuff on the on the first record, especially uh, I think of tunes like Yukon and Factories that are a little bit less beholden to, I think, kind of some of the, the sort of the, the styles and aesthetics that we kind of ended up exploring a little bit more on the last couple of records. Um, you know, tunes like Yukon and Factories, I mentioned them because... You know, they're a little bit longer and, and a little bit more narrative-based, which I think is a really interesting uh, skill that Stefan has. Um, he can he can really tell a story. But also, you know, just uh, I think the music is, is really kind of a fun and interesting sort of uh, juxtaposition against some of, the, some of the other songs that we were writing back then, songs like Lionheart and, um, and Back Against the Wall, sort of simpler songs that are, that are, fun and not as serious, but, uh, but are kind of offset by, uh, by stuff like Yukon and factories. So those would be my two kind of choices for, for back catalog, uh, favorites. That was Steve from Pup. Thank you very much for telling us what your favorite songs were. You did break the rule slightly by going for two, but I'll let you off because you're Steve from the good band Pup. Still don't know very much about them. I have plenty of time. Anyway, Back to the podcast, recorded in the past, which you're listening to in the present. Enjoy. With that being said, Oscar. Hello. Is the winner of this free at last or old wounds? I think the winner of this contest between the two is free at last. Yeah, we, we agree. Yes! This never happens. Especially not at this end of the podcast. <laughs> God, the nerves I had before I, th- I said that. I was like, I don't, I can't, I can't be bothered for another argument, but we didn't need one. I really wanted to like do like a say it at the same time, but I don't know if our internet connection can handle that. So I, I'm amazed it's managed to do this much. I certainly don't think syncing up would be on the cards, but we, okay, yeah, I... I just think that, to, you know, we've, we've talked about it at length and everything yeah. we've said is, I, I'm sure what we mean, but yeah, Free at Last is just, it is the quintessential pup song. I, th- I think out of everything that's, that's come through to the, sem- the quarters and the semifinals, I think Free at Last is, is definitely my favorite of those songs i think mm. all of those ones are good quintessential songs and as you were saying those eight songs would be a fantastic set and i'd be well up for it oh my god great um, set. i think there's nothing more that i can add about old wounds or free at last i think they're both really really phenomenal songs um I but i am just enjoying free at last more at this point in time i i think that the the more i you know, the more I listen to Pup in the future, because I, I absolutely will. Yeah. I think that maybe where the thing, as with any artist you listen to, the top spot moves around day to day, week to week. You know, some of my favorite bands, my favorite song changes depending on which album I'm listening to. But mm. I, I don't see any of the songs that have made their way into the final not being 
what I would describe as the top. They've gotten there because they stand out. And Free at Last has gotten to where it is because it deserves to be there. Old Wounds has gotten to where it is because it deserves to be there. I thought that maybe Morbid Stuff might win, but the more I listen to the top list, the clearer it is that mm. this is this, you know, gets it going. This does what you need this this gets, gets it going where you need to go. Absolutely. Uh, so that's that. That's how brackets works. Uh, thanks so much for sitting here. Thanks so much for listening in the future. Thanks so much for Pup. Free at last wins. And that's that. That's that. I mean, I, I, I had a very, I'll I I tell you what, this is probably one of my favorite episodes we've done. I love to hear it. They've all been my favorite. I don't pick between my children. Couldn't choose my favorite son, but <laughs> this one is currently the best looking. Um, Thanks so much for your time, everyone, and we'll see you on the flip side. Pleasure as always.